Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Introducing two cops only a mother could love. Meet Coffin Ed Johnson and Gravedigger Jones, two of New York's finest. Two cops who take charge when an $87,000 bale of cotton comes to Harlem. Tell me something, will you? What's a bale of cotton doing in Harlem? A bale of cotton? Bale of cotton. No, what would a bale of cotton be doing in Harlem? <sighs> well, bring out the gimp. The gimp's sleeping. Well, I guess you just have to go wake him up now, won't you? Ty Whip. Heavy Longmire. Gustav Mateblanc. London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. I'm sorry. Do you, do you have something to say? I mean, I, go ahead. It, the mic is hot. Just from our off-the-air conversation. Which are fascinating. Uh, if only we could put those on air in some type of medium that people could around the world could listen to. If uh, only. Well, I'll, we need to research that. An anonymous podcast? Yeah. Call it Sounding Off. <laughs> All back. Well, I'm gonna go. Well buy, played, I'm sir. I'm gonna go buy that domain right now. Well played. You know, I was thinking the other day. Uh, now was that conversation on the air? No, that yeah, conversation okay. was not on the air. That was the uh, right. the story that I yeah I, tell. I couldn't remember if that was no that one's off wow. the air again. Find us live event someday, and I'll tell you that story too. I I was thinking about a side project. It's just what you need, a side, pro- a side piece career. or a side project. Uh, please, I, I am the least likely to have a side piece on this earth. But you got s- lots of firearms. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, speaking of which, hold on a second. So I went to the pawn shop this morning, and I, I just needed, I'd been looking for a single shot, and it's, uh, it's legal at 18 and a half. Hey, no. 18. Overall length has to be 24. From the breech to the end of the barrel has to be 18 inches for a shotgun. The ATF ruling. So anyway, found that uh, little HR topper there, 12 gauge. That's nice. $78 out the door. Really? Yeah, because some dumbass at some point had fucked up the stock and painted brown paint on it. So for what I wanted, oh, it's it's great. I mean, that's that's a perfect... Perfect. I love single shots to begin with. Yeah. Rifles, pistols, shotguns, I don't care. I love that. I've got this same, I mean, it's an HR and everything, same thing. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a full size 12 gauge of that, but I wanted something shorter. So I, I had to, I couldn't pass up $78. Bucks. No way, man. Just gonna use it for target practice. You're gonna kill something with this thing. Well, I don't hunt very much anymore, but there are times I need to, uh, take care of a varmint. But one thing, Be a good backyard varmint. Guy. You'll have to come out with us sometime. But we like to shoot skeet. Have you shot it? Don't we all? I have not skeet skeet, and we don't shoot proper skeet. Yeah. Now we do have a tower that we sh- throw okay. the, throw the skeet from. I don't think I'm gonna be a very good shot. Well, we get we aren't very good shots either. Okay. I am. Oh well, there you go. He's pretty good, and my, my brother, a- my brother's pretty good. He's all right. It's probably been since I was like. 14 since I've shot a 22. We can remedy that. All right. But we start dicking around safely. Of course. Of course. Safety first. But we shoot, uh, we have a 410 pistol that we shoot, and it's not like a judge, one of those nice ergonomic pistols. It's, it's a, a shit. kind of a homemade okay. It's not homemade. pistol. I haven't made a home, you can't, well, I could, but anyway. It's not made for shooting skeet, but we do that. We also have like a, a 20 gauge pump that I have with a, a pistol grip that we shoot one handed and things okay. like that. So we start to dick around. Were you with us the day that my brother was throwing a tomahawk and busting skeet? No. I mean, it was hand thrown. Really? Son of a bitch 
sorry, mom, was multiple <laughs> times throwing a tomahawk and hitting skeet with wow. it. Like throwing them from the tower? No, no. Like I would just throw skeet them. up. You not know, throwing would, them with a hand throw. No, not a hand throw. Th- I would okay. throw it up, and he would hit it with the tomahawk. Really? Yes. I don't know if he could do it now. I don't know how much. Remember how much bourbon was involved? Right. But he hit a clay target multiple times in the air with a tomahawk. I'll be damned. Take him duck hunting. No do kidding. You, do you ever take like a bow and arrow and shoot it at like a fuel can that's on a bale of hay and make it explode all or the time like that? So I I only have like a, a rinky dink bow. Do you? I didn't know you had a bow. I mean, it's, no, it's like toy level. Okay. You know, it's like, it's kind of the bow that you would use in archery class at the college. Okay. Oh, okay. I got it's that you. kind. I don't have like a, now Ty, Ty is the bow hunter of us. Ty bow Crossbow? Hunts. No, he doesn't have, he has a regular compound bow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't he, have a crossbow. I can make one. I fired get, one of those recently. That's. Really? I don't know if I've ever are, fired a crossbow. I've never fired fun. a crossbow. You don't want to mess around with Kill it. any zombies? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Be all I, hit, I hit the target. But now, that's something I never, I mean, I'm not opposed to crossbow. Yeah. But I just never have stepped into that world. Yeah. It's too busy. Well, for buying. You, up until a few years ago, you couldn't hunt with them. Right. Unless you well, had like a, disabled. Or were disabled yeah. and had a special license. Right. Now you can hunt with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why. You can hunt with a crossbow. You can hunt out of a hot air balloon. You can hunt out of a helicopter. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. So while I was at the pawn shop today. Thank you, Sid Miller. Making this, uh, fine transaction for the single shot shotgun there was a, a slightly odd fellow at the pawn shop at the pawn shop i know that's shocking huh and is he, this our pawn shop no no this okay. was a pawn shop that i was at somewhere else okay and not the not the normal pawn shop that i buy guns from okay. i just hopped into this one they had a sign out front on a hand a hand drawn on the whiteboard 15 percent off used guns cash only yeah which lured me in because right. i love old guns Anyway, so I'm sitting there looking at the uh, the rack, and there's a guy looking at the cases of pistols, and he asked the um, the pawn shop guy, "You got any black powder pistols?" Okay, you know, I yeah. like black powder pistols. Sure, fair question. And he's like, "Yeah, we got this and this," and he had a couple of uh, revolvers. And I didn't hear the exact wording, but basically, I got the impression this odd fellow was not legally allowed to purchase um. a cartridge pistol gotcha he was on a list of some oh, sort no. huh? well i you know i i you know obviously he could have been a felon he might have right. had uh, I mean, a list something right that would preclude him from filling out the yellow form can't buy a gun you can't vote son but and you may not know this jay black powder pistols are not controlled from any of those rules things. don't apply well i don't okay there might be some rules about pi- uh, black powder firearms that use I think it's the 209 primers, like regular primers mm-hmm. for a cartridge pistol, but the old cap and ball. Right. There's no control over that. Hmm. So there were plenty of people killed with black powder firearms. I'm not sure if you were aware of that. Or, yeah. In the history of the United States. So this slightly odd fellow, if he'd had enough to purchase, because they were much cheaper pistols in that case of cartridges, he couldn't afford the, uh, the black powder one. The black powder one. But he could have bought a black powder revolver and gone along his merry way without even filling out a form. Wow. Just like buying a snap pistol at Walmart. Yep. Now, the pawnbroker certainly would have been within his right to refuse to sell it to him if he got the weird feeling. Right. But as far as government regulation... Nothing there. Nothing there. Just in and out. So that's a little pro tip for any of y'all that can't successfully fill out a uh, yellow form. (laughs) Go get you a cap and ball pistol and... Grease her up so you don't chain fire off that. Yeah. That's my tip for the day. Oh, and we're also Can You Hear Me, the podcast, educating you about wide open world of black powder pistols for those that probably the shouldn't. The old mini ball. That would be, a mini ball would be a rifle. Mini ball was the actual 58 caliber projectile that were used that in the muskets. Of, right, it came out of a black powder. Musket. 50, uh, right, must, not a pistol. Not a pistol. Yes, no. yes. I mean, I... I could make you a single shot that would fire a mini ball yeah. if you want me to go down that path. Well, they would all be single shot, wouldn't they? I mean, I I don't have the ability to create a revolver. Right. I oh, have, I, you're talking I about have, pistols. I don't have the skill. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. I thought I'd, we were still back on rifles. I'd have to, okay. I'd have to uh, quit my job. Gotcha. And work on my setup skills to create. Okay. All right. If you want to finance that. Nope, I'm good. My current level of... Uh, 
I am good. I have no Sorry. doubt that you could accomplish it. In about a million years, it, you could do it. As likely as a monkey banging out oh, Hamlet yeah. on a typewriter, you could do it. <laughs> I mean, eventually he's going to get it, right? Yep. By probability, right? Or is that if you put two That's mon- the lottery? If you put two monkeys in the room, does that increase it your doubles, doubles it, it yeah, immediately? Yeah, doubles the odds. So, was it Hamlet or was it a tale of two cities? It, it doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. I mean, neither one. I feel like one, that was a Simpsons episode. I haven't seen that one, but neither one do I want to read again. Uh, Did you actually read all those in school? Or were, was, were Cliff He was in the special a, class. Okay. He didn't have to read that stuff. So first off, his portrayal of mine and Ty's high school experience is inaccurate. Okay. Secondly, I read, I read Hamlet in school. I read Tell of Two Cities outside of school because I'm a nerd. Yeah. I watched the movie. Okay. I made it through high school with doing zero of the summer reading and did just fine. Now, while he was dealing with the basic English literature, Ty and I... Reading Faust. In our head of the class English class, we were busy tackling William Faulkner's narrative in... you know, things like that. I Getting gotcha. down to the to the nitty gritty American mm. experience. I gotcha. Yeah. Whereas you're yeah. just jerking off to Hamlet or whatever. Right. Right. Hamlet. Sam, I am. <laughs> uh, With Mister Garrison, he's <laughs> him entire pontificating over as I lay dying. I believe it was Sound of the Fury that we had to digest, which oh, really? is much more complex than as I lay dying. Oh, okay. Because you have the three... Narr- I want so bad the- to be able to read Faulkner, I can't get through it. Well, I, let me tell you what. Trying to get 16 and 17-year-olds to read Faulkner's most complex novel is a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how that pays off. Yeah, I right. mean, because it starts off, it's got three narratives in it, or three perspectives, and one of them... Sound of Fury? Yeah, sa- or, mm-hmm. yeah, Sound of the Fury. Mm-hmm. One of them has a mentally handicapped man-child with no syntax structure and no punctuation for the first third of the book. Gotcha. And that's why, okay, let's tackle this, kids. Yeah. It's not fun. Right. But I I don't know that I've read another Faulkner book since then. Yeah. I have, I own some. Yeah. Like, I have the good intention. I'm going to read this someday, but I never have. All right, before we go any further into difficult uh, American, uh, Southern Gothic, I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I am Heavy Longmire. And I am substituting, again, Jay Cranfield for Ty Webb. I think that you may get a permanent spot. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, the only thing is it really cuts down on our handsome factor. No, no offense. Oh, none taken. But I assure you, Ty Webb is the most handsome man that we know. And lately, you know, Ty was on as a guest on Megan's movie podcast to discuss The Breakfast Club a few Mm, weeks back. Yeah. Great episode. I agree. I highly suggest everybody run out, Great movie. download it. Great movie. There's a chemistry between Megan and Ty. Is there? You know, and I didn't know ahead of time that Ty wasn't going to be here. So I took copious notes, and Ty and I were going to break down the 1987 Final Four for an entire hour. Damn! And then I get here, and, and he's not no here. Ty, so I guess our opportunity is, it, is lost. Someday we'll get him back when he's not out. Uh, he may be dating an 80s supermodel. I don't know. Yeah. He's coaching. The, I don't know what Cindy Crawford's doing right now. He's coaching the, the Danish gymnastics team right, right now. Working on the vault. But uh, Megan. Pommel horse. Megan. I, I enjoy Megan's movie podcast immensely. I myself was a guest, although I was told I wasn't funny enough on it by fake Bailey J. Oh, no. And I, I understand that because Ty is much funnier. Like so, you guys talked about Tombstone, right? We talked about Tombstone. So, what yeah. was it that you didn't bring up? You were supposed to bring up Top Secret. Top Secret. Okay. Yes, I didn't. And I'm hoping maybe that she'll be kind enough to let Ty and I come back for a, a duo approach to Top Secret. But I'm pretty sure that Ty is going to be her de facto guest that she's going to want from now on. Yeah. Because I think he charmed her. Like he's charmed he's us all. He's wanting to do. Hey, I like movies. I like being on podcasts. Right. I, you know, but I'm sure that he went over there and he, you know. Just... I'd like to go on and talk with her about my favorite cinema production, Jeremiah Johnson. Mm. I, okay. First off, I can guarantee you that she's never seen Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah. And I think that this podcast and its limited ability is much better suited for that. 
<laughs> than than that. But I don't think she's going to have any of us ever on except Ty again. Yeah, I, and I don't blame yeah. her. Now, Megan has expressed a wish to join us. Yeah. Although I think it would just be her talking to Ty. Right. <laughs> but since we do record in a blast furnace during the summer. Yeah. Although it's probably down to like 90 right now. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. I told her to wait till it's cooler. Right. Yeah, so I, I've been here first in December when it was 28 degrees and now in August when it's 98. So yeah. and I, I, don't, I don't make good decisions. I don't think I brought the heaters when you came either, did no. I? No. Yeah, I, I was. I'm sorry. I, was it cold? I don't uh, remember. It was cool. Yeah, it was layered up. I, I figured yeah. out. December, so. Yeah, I figured out that we had to bring heaters. Yeah. Now, when Ty's here, Ty has the temperature sensitivity as far as cold of a hot house flower. Okay. To use some uh, Tennessee Williams there you go. verbiage, I have to put. He's an orchid. A propane heater pointed at him, and then I have a little space electric heater. Fan blown. Man. I put underneath the table, pointed at him to keep Prima him Donna. keep him warm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Gustav Monteblanc. You can find me on Twitter at at real Gustav. And again, I am Heavy Longmire. You can find me at Longmire Heavy. America's favorite. America's favorite. Probably the one and only. I still don't. I haven't checked yeah. out to see if we could get the Longmire. You know, Heavy Longmire. Yeah, Twitter. it was taken. I just can't believe it. I mean, Who? how? It must be my cousin or something. I don't I guess know. So. And Jay, you can find me at Jay Cranfield, and that is the one and only. And I would, I don't think following me is worth a flip. I know following heavy is not worth anything, yeah. but following Jay, you bring you bring some good stuff to oh, Twitter. Think so? I think well, so. I appreciate it. You make it. Twitter a better place. Sir. I do. Yeah. And if you ever drop off like Dead Departed Clay Byington does, I'm gonna, you know, Twitter may be done. Wow, that's quite a compliment. You know. Now there's, you know. There's a lot of good people on Twitter, but not everybody's funny, and you're funny. All right. There's a lot of people that think they are. Yeah. yeah. True. There's a lot of, yeah. I'm funny on Twitter. You can email us who you think thinks they're funny on Twitter at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, whatever else. Um, but anyway, where were we? Oh, you were. We've got some emails. We right? have some emails. Not a lot. Okay. Not a lot, but we also have some Twitter questions. And some Twitter questions. We have one from a man named Jay Cranfield. Really? And it says, if the sun is hot, why is it cold in space? That is a good question. That is a question the three-year-old asks. Yes. That knows about space. So that's triggered by, you know, there are flat earth truthers. Sure. There are sun truthers as well. But I, the sun is not actually warm. I, I did I did not know about sun truthers. And I listened to another podcast that basically, as a bit, they have a guest on every week that they interview, right. and they ask them that question. Would you like to uh, plug that podcast? Uh, it's a very uh, popular one. I think it's called Pardon My Take, if I remember that correctly. Okay. It's, it's more sports-based, right. but they do bits as they well. They like to kick weirdos in the and nuts. Like in recent weeks, they'll have they'll have like an athlete or something on and be like, so, yeah, if the sun is warm, why is it cold in space? Just on no forewarning, and mm-hmm. nobody ever has an answer, and they're like, see? Yeah. The sun's not really warm. All right, there you go. I assume, well, you, why don't you, you give me your answer. Well, I mean, the Earth has an atmosphere, and the sun, the energy from the sun, the heat from the sun has to collect. And so as um, the heat builds up, just like if you put a, a black box outside in the, su- in the sun, it collects heat and stores that heat, and then that becomes hot. But the, sun- the space is a vacuum, mm-hmm. so there's very little material in space to, gen- uh, to collect heat, so it's cold. So you know what the sun truther would respond to I, that i can't wait to find out in one word they would just say false <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. what are you gonna do with that that's a hard one to fight back <laughs> that what how did our society get so freaking illogical well, we need stuff to bitch about, and now we need stuff to like, think I is mean, not real. Or like true. when I first heard the flat Earth stuff, I thought it was somebody doing a bit, and then I was like, "No, holy shit!" There's people who really think this, and I haven't. I mean, I'm not interested enough to even go research right. to yeah. see what their point. I'm like, "That's fucking stupid." Right. I'm well, not even going to spend my time. So we've always at that. we've always had stupid people. Okay, now they have a means to get their mm-hmm. 
we have to ideas to out there. They have a way to get their idea, but they also can find other stupid people. Like Alex Jones. Let's stay away from Alex Jones. Okay. Because he's got some good points. Okay. <laughs> <Not> what? <laughs> Lizard people. Lizard oh, people. Yeah. He was right about the gay fish. Okay. Okay. That's not a sentence I ever thought I'd hear. <laughs> False. Right. <laughs> um, but in the past, your stupid people were generally isolated to maybe just a family or a geographic location. The Don't holler. Mess- a holler, exactly. Right. Now they have a way to find one another. Through the internet. Through the internet. Thank you, Al Facebook. Gore. Yeah. Way to go. Talk about an inconvenient truth. <laughs> <laughs> So now they have a, a voice. Now they have a way to find one another. It's just like the sounding people. They can find each other now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But the flat tr- the flat earth people, I, I, I'm, I, I'm mystified by it. Yeah, I'm like, I, I did see one on YouTube giving his argument, and I'm like, I, I don't even know how to even yeah. combat that. I yeah, mean, it's, it's like... Okay, whatever, dude. So, yeah. you know, you hear during the po- political seasons the low-information voter. And at this table, I'm not going to say we're geniuses, but we're all fairly intelligent. Pay attention to shit. Yeah. You know, you know, we've actually, you know, been to college and paid attention to somewhat. I don't think that's your general person that's going flat earth or... Right. The, sun which, truther. Sun yeah. truther. I, Golly. Have you ever heard... Uh, I heard this years ago that, you know, talking about when if you ever have to stand trial before a jury, you know, it's a jury of your peers, sit across the... It's just other humans. Yeah. Sit a, that across felons. the United States, <laughs> the average, across the United States, the average jury has an eighth grade education. Yeah, because those usually, well, yeah, because usually people that are, say, higher educated have more of a chance to have an excuse to get out of it. Or they're not picked by a jury. Or, yeah, they're not selected. I'm just thinking jury duty, but, yeah, actually picked. That's a good point, too. And I don't know if that still holds true since more people are going to college these days. Yeah. I would think that it's... I mean, I heard that 20 years ago. Yeah, I would think it's got to be a little bit higher. But I think that as a general rule, like, I've never even gotten to the selection process. Neither have I. You know, I, I get called about once a year, and I always go, but... I never have ever gotten selected, but I would think now where I'm at, my chances of getting selected are much higher, probably. You think? I think so. Then probably further south in the big big towns. I would would think they wouldn't want you. Maybe, but I think that generally who shows up for it? Yeah, is where I'm at. It seems to be much more skewed to middle class. Okay. From what from when I look around. It's middle to upper middle class that okay. shows up for jury duty or right. old. Right. You know, it's hard to judge the olds. Yeah. But as far as the people in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, it generally looks like yeah. middle to upper middle. So I don't know if it's, if it's next time I get called, I'll pay closer attention. I'll, I'll do a courtroom sketch of everybody in the ju- juror pool. Do that. Man. I'm sure I, to get picked then. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's an instant way to not get picked. Yeah. Like when, uh, what was it on? I don't, I think it was an episode of 30 Rock where Tina Fey goes dressed as Princess Leia. Like it's with the full, duty. yeah, with the full <laughs> white Star Wars outfit and the, the honey bun hair. I've always thought about that. I actually have, I got a summons for jury duty literally in the mail today. Really? And the first thing you look at is, what are you my need, exemptions to get out of this? You need to go with some, you need to stop by the car shop and. Well, I, th- I thought about like, yeah, like make a bit out of your it. idea, like wearing like a Charles Manson T-shirt right. or something like that, and see and see what people do or what people say. Yeah, I think you could probably get get knocked out pretty quick with that. Well, I think if you show up, had. anything I, can be had on the internet. Yeah, absolutely, like a spacious gay T-shirt. <laughs> there you go. That's good, good, I, I'm already outfitted for. I it. mean, I think I could I could screen print you a, a Charles Manson T-shirt. Wow, it wouldn't be high quality, but. Get him doing something funny. I've got a Ginsburg Poles screen print. Have you ever seen that T-shirt? I've I've seen the screen print. I think. Yeah, that I only made one for me and one for Tom, and I think yeah. I gave the T-shirt I had to Tam. But yeah, Ginsburg Poles for his strip club pole business he nice. hadn't started yet. That probably yeah, that might do it. That might do it itself. Yeah. It's a stripper hanging off a pole. 
It's pretty you clear. Can you hear me shirt with a honey bun on it? They'd be like, this guy is little. Right. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, again, our foreign listeners are out there, but we've yet to hear from anybody except our friend that's a foreign exchange student in Germany. Yeah. I think they're bots. I don't think they're real. I don't think there's podcast download bots. You'd so you surprised. haven't received feedback from any of these people yet? Not only our friend, and there's a guy from Fort Worth that's oh, an exchange okay, okay. student in Germany. That's the one person. Yeah. But we haven't had anybody from Japan. Well, maybe they don't like understand that. that you're asking them to email. Yeah. Maybe this is how they're learning the English language. Maybe. But, and this may backfire on me horribly, okay? I may go broke over this. If you're a foreign listener outside the United States of America, email me and I will send you a handmade Can You Hear Me t-shirt. I thought you were fixing to offer up Bitcoins. Shit, I wish I had Bitcoins. Yeah. We missed the boat on that. Yeah, did you hear? I think it was if you invested $100 in 07, it'd be worth $73 million. Yeah. Are you it's shit? Oh, no, it's insane. If you bought I thought it was in, like damn near out of business last year. No, it's it's at the highest right now I think it's ever been. Wow. I mean, that's... It's not a business. It's insane. It's it's not a business. It's decentralized. Right. But yes, we have a... I don't know if he'll listen again, but uh, Brad C. on Twitter, mm-hmm. I think... Bought Bitcoin early on. Really? I think so. I don't know how much, but I see him tweet on the good days when it's up a lot. That well, so that came out in '07. I think that's what the what I I mean. It, that's yeah. ten years ago. So yeah, I think, yeah. I I think that's it. it then. But huh. yes, there are people that bought it early on and have since lost the wallet mm-hmm. that controls the transaction. It's on a hard drive or a USB or stick or something. They've lost it, and people have literally just lost, like, trash blowing through the wind, millions of dollars wow. worth of Bitcoin. Because they <sighs> forgot about it, or somebody threw it away, or whatever. Damn it. That's that's insane. That's a concept I don't really think I, I grasp don't anyway. I grasp it, and it's fascinating to me. And I've looked at some of the other cryptocurrencies yeah. that are coming up, and, like, it's it's... At this point, it's pure speculation. So that's you know, why the whole thing about like the seventy-three million. If you invest a hundred, okay, that's what it's worth. But is that what it's really worth? Like, is anybody giving that to you? Yeah, like, I mean, could you cash it out? Yeah, yeah, you could cash it out. Okay, so you well by cashing it out, you would be selling it to someone else that wants to buy it, right? And but you'd have seventy-three million U.S. dollars. Now you're not going to find one person to buy it all. Probably true. You'd probably have to sell it off in chunks. Yeah. But there's absolutely okay. It's and there are other currencies, and I'm not fluent in all of the different ones, the different aspects. There are some that are. You can just speculate. Go ahead. That's what our podcast is based on. <laughs> there are guess. some that are geared towards working towards taking financial side of it. So banks using it okay. outside of Bitcoin. There are other ones that are trying to gear up that are heavier encrypted. There's one called Potcoin. I've that's heard of that. That's, geared the, one toward, Rodman that's is, the one that Rodman yeah, uh, went. It's, it's geared towards since banks won't take pot dispensary money. What? So banks won't set up an, a business account for a pot dispensary. Really? Because yeah, it's a violation, of of violation of federal law. Damn. Yeah. What about a state bank? No, I mean, uh, any bank. probably not any state FDIC. bank. FDIC. Okay, any right. bank. Yeah. And I probably know credit. I've never even thought about that. So Potcoin came up to say, hey, put your money in here and we'll act as your so bank. I wonder what they've been doing with all their cash, man. That's, well, uh, dispensaries are ripe for hits yeah. from organi- you know, crime to come I and take imagine, all that cash. Yeah. It's like a big stash house. Yeah. I've been wow. watching The Wire, so I'm learning. It's <laughs> so good. Are. It's so damn good. Still in season one, so. Oh. oh. It only gets better. It, season two started out slow for but me. It builds up. Yeah. And it just builds from there, okay. though. Season three is great. Season four, I think, is even better. How many were there? Five. Five. On five? Season five is the denouement. Okay. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's still really good. Okay. But they go so high with three and four. Is this a show that you, your perception is they had no idea how they were going to end it and that's part of the problem? No. 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 When it, when it ties up, it's like, damn, that's real life. Okay. Each okay. season focuses on a different aspect of the problem. Yeah. So it's just the fifth season is an aspect that I didn't enjoy as much. Other people might disagree. Okay. But I think I'm, I'm looking forward to hear it as you progress. So, to me, the fifth season tied it up nicely where no matter what we try to do, 
You just screwed. This yeah. is what happened. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'd agree on that. Okay, but I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing it because I only finished it this year. Okay, you know, I was I was an early adopter, and to your recommendations, I want to go back and watch The Shield. Oh, so oh good, that is man. you hadn't have you ever watched it? I've seen parts of it, but Ooh, I never sat down and watched good. it. That's a good one. Yeah, I just started Ozark on Netflix, which yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm three episodes in. Okay, have you started it? No, not yet, but I, I know people that've been watching you know it. The pr- and you know the premise. It. Yeah, that okay. he's yeah he's okay. taking the money. All right, uh, we've still got some other things here. All right, what we got? We've got one from KJ who we invited tonight, but he's a little under the weather. Uh oh. The last picture he sent me was Pedialyte and water. Uh oh. And he asked, "How does one cure a hangover?" Ooh, Pedialyte and water mm. and acetaminophen. I have. Nah, I do with ibuprofen. I have started an IV and administered saline. To cure a hangover. That'd do it right there. Um, Where'd you get the gear? I can't disclose that. No, I'll, I'll disclose it. Did you know you can buy, you can't buy saline? I know you can buy it from Canada. Buy it from Canada. You pay almost as much for shipping to it, but can- Canadians, they'll let you buy all that stuff. Yeah. Buy saline, you can buy D50. Be closer to buy it from Mexico. Where am I going to trust better? A Canadian online store? Or a Mexican online store. What do you have against the Mexicans? One is almost a third world country. One has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Look, I've never been a human trafficker like somebody at this table. Okay, I just don't like you disparaging the uh, the Mexican internet. The That's medical the na- practice. That's be the name of this episode is Mexican internet. The medical practices of I- I didn't our say neighbors anything to the about, south. I didn't say anything about the medical practices. I said. An online store from Canada versus an online store from Mexico. Okay. I mean, I don't see all these boxes in here with El eBay on the, uh, or El Amazon. I have it come through Monterey on the way here. Anyway, I, I, I like you taking a position to try and kick me in the nuts. Cause that's pretty much the basis of our relationship the, uh, since 1986. The, no, I understand the, Constant the Canadian thing because they do have some regulation as yeah. to. I think I'd recommend KJ run a 5K and eat some tacos. It sounds Ooh. like a taco yeah. cost of tacos. Yeah. And then you'd be fine. How about that bullshit from the ticket egg dissing Man. taco casa? What the you hell's know, up with some that? Some people believe the earth is flat. Sure. Some people think their tacos are not any good. Now, I wouldn't pick up anybody at my local taco casa. They're not the lookers when I drive up to the drive-thru window. I'm not there to meet like a soulmate. Man. I mean, they're to, it's, it's one of those things when I look in there that I'm like, what do you generally get, Jay? Uh, a couple tacos. You're a tostada man. Tostada aren't you? and the super burrito. I but no like black olives. Oh, you what's leave, up with that? I don't know, man. Leave black olives <clears throat> off everything. I mean, no offense. I mean, that's like a 1970s idea of Mexican food. You know, the black olive seems to be very yeah, yeah. much. The, the black olive on the burrito is like the pineapple on a pizza. I think it's worse. Well, I, I like black olives, so I don't mind. I don't. He'd man. sit there and eat. I, I could open up uh, a can of black olives, like the big five I like the green can. ones, too. I like them. Oh, I hate it's them. It's like black olives and raisins are my two. I like that's raisins. on there. No, thank you. Are you familiar with the muffalata? <laughs> Isn't that a 70s thing? That is that is a, a sandwich from New Orleans that has olives on it as a yeah. dressing. Mm. Now, I like the sound of muffalata. Sounds like something I'd like to eat. Like, mm, give me a muffalata, honey. But A lot of muff uh... Thanks for muffa. thanks for dry, drawing it out because I don't think the joke was landing. Muffa, muffa. Okay. Anyway, you don't want it's on got it. all that olive shit on it. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. All right. Good. Hey, thoughts and prayers, KJ. Thoughts and prayers. He'll be fine. He'll be dead by the time this airs. Well, the guy podcasts with is dead, so it's true. Uh, Stephen, Steve from Baltimore. Yeah. Speaking of the wire. Oh, nice. He says, "Okay, late entry. Can we get a take from the Can You Hear Me pod on lotto tickets?" Now, I mentioned that I bought a Powerball ticket a couple of episodes. We'll wait to see if that pays off. I have not bought any type of lottery ticket scratch in years. I can't remember. I mean, the way I, it's a self-imposed tax on people right. that are bad at math. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, there's no doubt. It's not a financial planning thing. Yeah. I, I'm always, I think there's a story at the ticket about somebody that always bought the same numbers and they didn't buy them 
Uh, and they're yeah, number two. Oh, that would haunt you forever. Yeah. yeah. So I think you've got to go random. And it's all fixed. I mean, I can't wait ki- to hear this. That kind of stuff was a lot more legit when the mob controlled it before the state of Texas got involved with it. I could keep going. I'm I'm I waiting mean, to hear how it's fixed. That was, the mob controlled the lottery back before before uh, like illegal gambling houses and, and there were like lotteries. Okay. You know, we're talking about the Irish sweepstakes. I mean, elaborate on the the. Mob lotto. You wouldn't, you wouldn't understand. It was like a Southeast Texas thing. Is this Galveston. involving the Dixie Mafia? Maybe. I'm not really allowed to talk about it. Man. So full of bullshit. I think I bought some lotto tickets like when I turned 18 just because I could. Right. That might have been it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. prefer to piss my money away at 50-50 contests at racetracks there and like go. with daily fantasy sports. Yeah, but so you do a lot of fantasy sports. Yeah. And your, uh, your buddy... Uh, Point Break Dave with the uh, the big hit. When you win four thousand on four dollars, that's a pretty no good shit. good return. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not bad. Fantasy sports, I could care less I about it. I don't, he I don't he could have won a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and I still wouldn't go play fantasy sports. I, I don't get it. To me, it looks like it takes way too much time. And I know y'all got it. Thing y'all got it kind of down yeah. to more of a. It's but I think you're geared towards it more too. Yeah. You know, y'all's minds are. You you pick up on stuff, right? Certain plays that the guy who just says, "Hey, I'm just gonna throw five dollars in here," is probably just picking stuff at random with nothing behind it. But then I know whatever you're putting a lineup together, and you know, hey, here's these three guys that are kind of no names, but they hit left-handed pitching really well, and they're going against a left-hander, so you right. throw them in there. They're going to be not many people are going to have them, so when they knock a three-run homer out of the park, you're getting those points nobody else is. Right. Yeah. We we have a friend of the podcast, friend of mine from growing up, that does, a, or I don't know if he still does, used to do an awful lot of just flat-up online betting. Yeah. And would bet, I you know, basketball games and everything. Always, you know, small, but, you know, a couple hundred bucks a week make just on, mm-hmm. and probably hadn't watched basketball Five so, basketball games in his life. That sometimes that's the best way to go. But you have no he just would go. You know, he'd look at what the line was, mm-hmm. and he would just play the odds of if I do this enough with this inkling, I'm going to come out ahead. And you know, over time, he does. Yeah. But then again, we have a friend that actually probably runs a book still. So yeah, he does. Yeah. So that, I know, you know somebody who does that too. All right. So good luck with the lotto. I'd say randomize it, and you know. Don't buy two tickets because unlike what Heavy would have us believe, it does not double the double, chances. Doubles the chances, man. <laughs> All right. This one is for, it was geared for Ty and Heavy. Okay. Because I do not know. I'll answer on But you'll ask Ty. on Ty's behalf. And this is from Aaron Cortez. Smart dude. He makes obscure Russian literature jokes just for the benefit of uh, me. I know. Okay. That's That means a lot to me that there's somebody else out there. Unlike you uneducated bastards all right why do camel cigarettes with their smooth mellow turkish blend tobacco have an egyptian motif i've always wondered that as well because i used to smoke camel cigarettes i knew i knew you did and ty still does and i don't know because it looks just cool a, i think it just looks cool and they picked it probably also in america more people were familiar with the idea of egypt right than turkey Right. So, whereas yeah. maybe in Britain or something at the same time, mm-hmm. Turkey would have carried more weight. Right. So, anyway, I think that might have to do with it because you're basically advertising to dumb people. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They got camels in Egypt. Yeah. It's true. One hump or two. Yeah. I don't know anything about cigarettes. I don't know anything about camels. I don't know anything about Egypt. Very little. All right. We do have a couple of emails, but they are of quality that I'm a little disappointed uh-oh. I'll be honest with you. Uh-oh. But we will go ahead and address them. And one of those low-quality emails is from Fake Bailey J. Fake I don't Bailey even know. I tried to invite her because she has stories that I'm holding off telling, like how she almost made me go deaf, you know, things like that, other things, stories about plaster molds of things. No sounding stories. No sound. I don't think she's into sounding. I'll follow up on that. I'm sure there's female sounding, but I think it's probably more male. Yeah. All right. Tarantino Blasphemy is the title. I wasn't going to bother y'all with another email this week, but then you said Uma Thurman was haggard in Kill Bill. Then the listeners were informed that Ty and Heavy haven't seen it. I've seen the first one. Well, just well. I can't even think of anything else to say about that. 
Good thing the rest of the movie speaks somewhat redeemed you boys. Well, I stand by it that she looked haggard. I mean, she doesn't look real good when she comes out of the, climbs into the pussy wagon with her legs not working. You've seen Kill Bill, right? I have not. Not <laughs> big into sword movies. Well, you That's don't strike me as a Tarantino film. Uh, it kind of depends. I mean, everybody's seen Pulp Fiction, right? Right, yeah. Uh, about Reservoir Dogs. You ever seen that? No, I've seen Inglorious Bastards. That was awesome. I've seen a couple of other ones. Yeah. You, need, you need to get your, your home, uh, yeah, alone. I'm family free. You need to watch Reservoir Dogs. Okay. It's I a good movie. Walk, watch that with a four year old. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You know, there are things that I really want aspects of Pulp Fiction that I really want to share with my children. Yeah. But then I realize, remember the Gimp scene. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, well, we're not going to do that, kids. No. I and think when we were watching that in high school, I think at one point we, tabulated the number of F-bombs. Yeah, there's a lot. I think it's like 400 and something. It's a lot. Yeah. And there was something I watched the other day that I forgot how much fuck was said. Because I don't cuss around my kids. I'm loosening up a little bit for effect, though, with the boys. Right. Maybe when you're mad. It's one time. Just to drive home the point. But most, yeah, I'm like, you know, but calmly. You know, I'm like, but mostly it's for comedic effect. And, uh. But we watched something, and it was way too much. I was like, damn it, I'm probably not winning the parenting award. I didn't stop while we were watching. <laughs> was it Highway to Heaven? No, but Mrs. Gustav watched an episode of that the other day. Oh, yeah? I couldn't watch that shit. What is that? Highway to Heaven? Michael oh, Landon? Yeah, that's why I, I yeah, thought there was something it's new. It's on yeah. Netflix, I Who think. Who the now. hell Hacks wants to watch like that? that? I did show, and I know none of y'all have seen it, but time might have, probably not. There's a... Um, a movie from the black exploitation era called Cotton Comes to Harlem. No, it's great. Godfrey C- uh, Cambridge, Raymond St. Jock, Red Fox, super movie. It's got everything a black exploitation film should have, except I forgot how many titties it had. Mm. Because I think when I first saw it, it was on regular TV, and they cut, cut it out all, all the it. good stuff. Right. So the boys and I sit down to watch it, and they got to see. Uh, I think it was six, six yeah. boobs. Yeah. yeah. And good for them. One dumb white cop's ass. Yeah, you know, I was like, "There's going to be a dumb white cop in here." It's like a trope that's common mm-hmm. in all black exploitation films. Right. Sure enough, there is. I forgot that we get to see his ass too. Right, but right. They enjoyed it. Back at one of my favorite Tarantino films, Overlooked, uh, Jackie Brown. It's good. Yeah, I've seen I Elmore really Leonard's, liked based on yeah. an Elmore Leonard novel. Yeah, I really liked Jackie Brown. He's genius. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, but as far as back with Kill Bill, I I didn't like it just because of all the sword shit. I'm like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, all right, it, swords and karate, I get tired head like really yeah. fast. It's Kill Bill and uh, Kill Bill Two is better. Is it okay? There's still sword shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's it's better. There are parts of Kill Bill, the first part that I think are great. There's parts that I'm kind of like, eh. Pulp Fiction's the, it's the end all be all. Yeah. What about the latest one? I still had not seen that. Hateful one. Eight? I haven't watched it either. My brother gave me his, uh, Blu-ray of it and I haven't watched it yet. You have any other, uh, either one of you guys have any movies that you let your kids watch that you immediately regret it? Or you think now, like, I'm not sure I should have let them see that. My favorite story about this is in the old days, I would call home and talk to the kids and like read us. We'd, I would carry the same copy of the book and read it to them. You know, like each of us would have a copy of Cat in the Hat or whatever. And I called home one evening and I was on the West Coast. So I was, you know, back a little ways back. And I called a little bit later than normal. And it was like around bedtime. And the five-year-old's like, yeah, we watched a movie about a shark. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what happened? Well, they blew up the shark. And I'm like, holy shit, they watched Jaws. Wow. And I'm like, honey, can't believe they weren't. You watched Jaws. For you life. Know. Oh yeah, they loved it. I'm like, what about when the head pops yeah. out with the eye? Oh no, they were fine. Wow. But my kids have never been bothered by quote unquote scary stuff. Now my middle one was terrified that somebody's going to break in the house and kill him. So we couldn't watch anything that with, had, yeah, that had murder or any kind of house break in or anything. No murder, she wrote. No Matlock. We couldn't play the game Clue. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Because my middle oh, one wow, freaked was freaked out. out by the idea of a murder happening in this fictional house. Yeah. And it was it was a good five years before we could play Clue. Wow. Now, he's better now, but it was that was what bothered him. Zombies, yeah. monsters, nothing. No, nothing like that. What about you, Heavy? No. What? We're, 
No, it hadn't been because my my youngest one, she if it's scary, yeah, she she wants no part of it at my, all. My parents let me, and they were, I mean, they're definitely younger when they had my sister and I than than right. I was when I first started having sure. kids. So a little different perspective, but I used to watch. They let me watch like all the Friday the Thirteenth movies, mm-hmm. and I remember I can't remember what year exactly that Revenge of the Nerds came out, but that was like my favorite movie as a kid. As when it I was should like be eight or nine, right? panty raid scene yeah. and all and i think at that age i didn't quite comprehend like everything that's going on you didn't here. see that you know that revenge of the nerds is basically a movie glorizing uh sexual assault a sexual assault yeah, right no i didn't see it i but didn't you, see it that way if you have sex with somebody that they don't know it's you no I, that yeah, they're exactly. gonna love you then no i just uh i just i it had a guy named booger in it so i thought it was funny <laughs> Yeah, there's something else that we watched that I was like, oh, that had too much. But last night, the boys and I watched True Lies, and it's, you know, there's a lot of oh, yeah? custom. But it got an R, but I think it's just for moderate use of the F word. You know, yeah. it wasn't. Although, True, True, Lies, True Lies? Yeah, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie okay. Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I forgot about that. Not too bad. Yeah, very hot. Not too bad. In 1995. They, they were making lots of jokes during that scene. Of the dancing scene where she strips oh, down, yeah. very lots of uncomfortable know. jokes. I don't know that I've ever seen it actually. It's a badass movie. Is it really good? It's great. It's it? it's made by James Cameron. Yeah. Okay. It's it's full of Arnold Schwarzenegger jokes. You know the, yeah, the, the little one line things. Uh, Tom Arnold. It's his best performance mm-hmm. in anything ever. Okay. Also, He's great. Uh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton is super role. in it in a minor role. Yeah. It's got Charlton Heston. Sounds like you're watching True Lies while I'm watching Reservoir Dogs tonight. Yeah, I don't, cause I was never, I was never a Schwarzenegger fan. Well, it, this is a comedy. That's probably why I've never watched it. I mean, it's, it's a, like action It's an comedy. action comedy. Yeah. Right. And it, I saw it when it, in the theater when it came out and I enjoyed it as much the, last night yeah. watching the boys enjoy it as I did when I saw it. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's good. I mean, it's, yeah. they're, you know what? They're short attention spans that I've talked about before because mm-hmm. of like YouTube. This is an action-packed movie. Yeah. There was a time, though, they're like, I don't know, it's getting kind of dull. And I'm like, it's like five minutes while they're setting up that he's, <laughs> that he's not a, you know, a badass at home. I'm like, give it a chance. Cause a minute ago, they're like, ah! Of course, now I gotta think about it and think if they would be old enough to see this. I went to see Baby Driver last night. Yeah. What is that? It's, it's an action movie, but it's basically just car chases and music. Is it good, though? Cause I heard it was great and I'm I, like, ah. I wouldn't say great, but I was, it, it was good. Yeah. I want to see Detroit. Movie. I thought about going to see that, but I, I was just that. in the mood to kind of just unplug yeah, and not right. think. So yeah. we went with Baby Driver. I would recommend seeing it once. Never okay. heard of it. Okay, I've heard a lot of buzz about it, but I just I was kind of like, it, there's too much. I don't know. I'm I'm very skeptical of ticket hyperbole uh, and yeah. hype right now. Like I know that somebody and I had a conversation on Twitter a while back about. I can't listen to any music segments on the ticket right now. Yeah. Because I hate hearing how super something is. How great or how and terrible. How great. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, you know, you know, and I know we've talked a little bit about music at times and I think we've done okay. I would go on record thinking that talking about music is almost as bad as talking about your dreams. Well, Ooh, music is yeah. so much based in just p- very specific personal preference. Right. Now, right. It's like me and him will go rant or. Not so much anymore because I've just given up. But I'm like, oh, I like it. Like, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. no, I mean, it might, you might not like it, but it doesn't right. suck. Now, you know? I am open to somebody saying, try out these specific songs for this right. band. Right. Or I know Inner Man on Twitter the other day went through like a year's worth of music, like from when he was in seventh grade and said, oh, this came out. This was awesome. This came out and stuff. Oh, wow. And, you know, gave um, within 140 characters, gave a little bit about each one. And I thought, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, he mentioned something about R.E.M., and I haven't done it yet, but I offered to say, you know, well, I used to listen to R.E.M. at that, that time. I'll give you a list. But I kind of hedged it like, I don't know if my affinity for it is so much that it's that great or that it meant something at the then, time. At the time. Yeah. Right. And I'm willing to explain what this song meant. Now yeah. that's interesting. I think you do relate it to personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I'm open to somebody saying, well, try these songs out, which is what we've always done. Right. Now I may still come back and tell him it sucks and he may tell it sucks to me. Yeah. Or fake Bailey J tells me everything sucks, but cause she has awful taste. 
too busy playing kickball in her all girl league or whatever. But anyway, I just, I, I don't like, and maybe this is where I'm at in my progression. I don't like music reviews anymore. No, I don't trust them. Well, they don't offer anything. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, there was a time we read Rolling Stone, we read Spin back in the nineties and stuff. It was also the only place you could get that too. Right. That's a big deal. And, but I think, and again, I don't know that my perspective was any better. It's probably a whole lot shittier, but I know that we learned about bands that we didn't hear on the radio then. You had to go find yeah. them and you, you took the gamble with your limited funds and bought the album. And sometimes it sucked, but sometimes we found good stuff. I don't know. It's, it, the world's changed so much compared to what it is now. Okay. I'm off my rant. We'll go on to the next email here. Sorry. Anyway, I stand by it. Fake Bailey J. You have bad taste in music. Listening to Lilith Fair stuff and everything. Lilith Fair. All right. This one is from the Ticket Egg, the aforementioned Ticket Egg, the mysterious Ticket Egg. Just as simple as that. Movie TV show review. A lot of other podcasts in the Blowout Pod coaching tree do them, so I know it's not groundbreaking. I will say that what we all love is hearing the perspective of our broadcast leaders. Would love if you guys picked up a show to touch for a small portion of each episode or maybe a monthly movie. I'll hang up and listen. Also tell Jay Cranfield that Taco Casa is no bueno. With a soft and tender heart, ticket egg. Man, what an a-hole. Shooting from every direction at (laughs) you. (laughs) Came out of the future back at you, man. trying to meet me out behind the bomb factory on August 31st. (laughs) What's August 31st? Fight night. Oh, gotcha. so I'm not going to go. This I think this will already. Damn, that's done. early this year, isn't it? No, nah, no I think it's late. I think really? it's late. They have an August. Yeah. What was his question? <laughs> uh, can you hear me doing a monthly movie review or a weekly segment on a episode of a TV show that we pick? I don't think we're good at that. No, neither. Not together. Yeah. I, I don't think that we are geared towards our enabling sense to be able to grind something out like that or to stay on topic now i'm not opposed to us talking about movies as we just did a little bit or music even as long as we have a context but even and i've been thinking about this a lot lately i don't ever want us to become a podcast that regurgitates something okay like you mentioned an episode back about the dopamine theory Mm -hmm. that you read an article and a study and everything and then we expanded upon that and talked about our experiences, our aspects of it, we we went way past it. Right. A lot of podcasts, and this is not a knock at them, they might read an article and basically just repackage that article or right. a documentary yeah. without any extra value to it. Exactly. I worry that there might have been a time or two we've done that, but overall I think we've avoided that because, honestly, we're too much of big mouths to do that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed going through Tombstone with Megan. Yeah. And I thought Ty did a great job going through Breakfast Club. She's also leading the way on those, too. Yes, and I think she does a really good job with it. I don't think we could do it because I don't think we could stay on track. No, we We, couldn't. We'd start off talking about, you know, pick any random movie, and we would end up talking about why is the space cold, you know? That's that's just how we are. Right. Well, it's like the one time we tried talking with Brad about Blood Meridian. Oh, my God. And that didn't, I mean, it ended up being a really good podcast. But our attempt, but at, our attempt at talking about a book, it's like, because, because I, I'm the type, I want to set the scene. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what color the leaves were. Right. And I mean, and you can't do all that. Our wives hate that. Was that yes. a, was that a two part episode or did you get No, it one? was a really long ass okay. episode. I it, remember, I've never read that before. Yeah. It's, I remember listening to it and, yeah, I, mean, I still enjoyed it, but but we I think we we found early on that it wasn't going to work like yeah. what we thought it was. Yeah, so we and I just don't think we could do it because we can't stay we and it's not an attention span thing. Well, to me, it's something you have to prepare for. And I don't mind preparing, but yeah. generally we don't prepare anything. Right, we might make a jot down a note to say, "Oh, let's talk about this," but we don't research. And now, the one thing, if it was like. You doing the podcast, and you're kind of in the lead with somebody. When there's three of us, that's just too much to... Yeah. Now, I'm not opposed to us amongst ourselves to pull back the curtain. And we've discussed it a couple of times to say, let's watch this, or let's read this, and then talk about it. But I'm very hesitant 
to do anything like that if we don't add more to it. Right. Yeah, I think you have to add more to I it. I think, you know, I always want to have... Because if not, then just, well, just watch the movie. Well, yeah, especially if people have seen it. Yeah. And they're thinking, yeah, I, I know, yeah, I know I, what happens. I know yeah. what happens. I know in Roadhouse, he rips out his throat at the end. Now, I mean, there are know. people that are able to it's do like why that. I never went to watch the Titanic. I know what happens at the end. It sinks. <laughs> he also won't, he also doesn't read the Bible all the way through. He's like, I know what happens. I know how it starts. I know how it ends. Yeah. yeah. That stuff in the middle. If it ain't red, it don't matter. Yeah. But I just don't think we would be good at it. There are people that are good at it. I know somebody that went through Friday Night Lights, and I listened to every update about that. Okay? You know why I listened to every update about that? Because the two other jokers made fun of him the entire time. That's why I listened to it every time. So other people can do it. I just don't think we can do it. So that's that's what I am, and I stand by Jay Cranfield and Taco Casa. Thank you. I get. I probably get some Taco Casa tacos at least every other week. Eating at one in a long, long time. I mean, they're not great. I, I mean, it's fast food. It's fast what do you food. Want? Tacos, yeah. Yeah, but like, if I want good tacos, even though he's going to make fun of me, I go to my taqueria. Uh, I think okay? that's, that's legit. But yeah. that takes time. I mean, right. they. It's not as bad as that time you went to uh, across the border and they had to go make everything from scratch. Right. But it usually takes five to ten minutes. Yeah. Before I get my tacos at the taqueria, where taqueria down from my office. That's whew, man, it's good. So anyway. All right, we got one more here, and then I think we'll wrap it up. And this is a one that you're not going to like, Heavy. Okay. It's entitled Ranking. Okay. And this is from my former work wife, Marion. Okay. And I know you don't like that term, and she addresses that. Hello, I'm listening to how you feel the listeners would rank you. I would, of course, rank Gustav as my number one, since he was my former work husband. But while Heavy has been absent from the podcast, I've enjoyed Ty immensely. Oh, he has moved into my number two position. Oh. Keep up the good work, former work wife, Marion. Wow. I've got some catching up to do. Huh. Eight weeks was a long ass time. Was it that long? It was, we did eight episodes without you. Wow. And it was tough. Seemed like 80. It was a long time. I can't tell you how much I got asked when is heavy coming back. Yeah. Well. And I'm glad you're back because I missed you. I missed you too. I, I enjoyed talking with Ty. But Ty doesn't kick me in the nuts. Right. And I need that. Gotcha. You know? It's fair. Well, I think that's all we've got for the night. Oh, let me check one more thing here. We may have a one that just rolled tweets. in here. Uh, and possibly a text. Yeah, I just got a text. Oh, it's from... Uh, Ty took a minute from his spreadsheets. Oh, Jerry's about to give his speech. Hope you boys are having a good one. I'm just now about to take a break from this effing computer. Got to watch the Jerry speech, Heavy. It's coming up. Alert Jay. Probably, I'm, I think I'm rolling tape on it right now. Okay. Are I think you? there's also a lot of, uh, a lot of Jerry drinking games going on tonight. Yeah, there's, I would imagine. Jerry bingo. And yeah. Jerryisms and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm rolling tape on that to catch it. Cause you never know what that guy's gonna say. Exactly. Right. Oh, I had a tweet from Pretty Little Ranch Wife saying she'd rather be a gun humper than a tree hugger oh. any day. Wow. So. I guess that's it. We got somebody screeching outside. Yeah, I don't know what they said. Gun humper and right. weird noises outside. Well, I want to thank you again, Jay. My pleasure as always. It makes the loss of Ty just a little bit better, even though he's probably knee deep effing a computer, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that means. Well, email us your thoughts or anything. We take it all. Again, foreign listeners, I'll give you a t shirt. It may make me go broke emailing to. We had one from South Africa the other day. Really? And a big up search from Ecuador. Huh. They need to, you send them this t-shirt, they need to take a picture in their, yeah, in their I, homeland. I, I want a picture emailed yeah. back of them in their homeland. Maybe yeah. they can, you know, they don't have to put their whole yeah, they can face crop in it out, if they don't want to. Although, they can put it because yeah, it's who knows? not like we're going to be able to, you yeah, know, track gonna, you down. You can't drive to South Africa. You can't. Not from here. <clears throat> not. I, I'm constantly amazed by it because it's just like every time I check them, it's like, where's it going to be now? Right. Because it doesn't make any sense. We're way past the, oh, this is servicemen type thing. I mean, we get random stuff. But then again, it's not always the current episode, too. So it's like people are going back and listening to Blood Meridian a lot. And the Columbia House record episode. Really? Is that, that a big one? one? That one's gotten a bunch, too. Huh. So 
it's just a strange mix. I'm fascinated by the internet. It's not just for finding people doing sounding, you know? Or the Mexican internet. Or the Mexican internet. That's right. We do get a couple of listens from Mexico. I hope we haven't just alienated uh-huh. that. I would have figured partial rewall would have nailed the coffin shut on that one. <laughs> right, we did a pretty good job on that. Email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com, and I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. She, 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 she. I don't really think it's fair for me to be on a jury because I'm a hologram. You seem fine to me. Report to jury room B. Charles what now? And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.